It's the time of the month. Hello. You are now listening to the monthly at Winifred's. Here is a folia. Here is a candle. Hello and welcome to the last episode oh of my 2018. Oh What? How quickly How? is that you gone? I don't, it's so, it's, this is the weirdest year for me because it feels like <laughs> it's gone so fast. Oh yet, my God, yeah. Yet I just... I heard this one comparison on like a podcast of like how long but fast the year's been. Like Black Panther came out this year. That was in yeah. February. That feels like fucking forever ago. But yet here we are in December going, oh, the year's gone fast. Like, I don't understand. I, rem- I, I, I clearly remember us doing our one year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Like just, you know, wow. a month ago. But it was like. It means we're like. Five months ago. We're, we're like around 18 months now. Yeah. Of this. Woohoo. Yep. Episode 18. We are episode 18. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Kendall, just your, your nail on it tonight. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Wow. What a year. I know. What a year. So much has gone. Yes. And happened. What's, and... what's been a highlight for you oh, from the year? Tell my me. My goodness. The amount of movies I've seen. Me too. I think I've seen more movies this year than I have any other year in my life. <laughs> For me too. It's amazing. It's, it's like it's good. It's amazing how many movies I've seen, and it's all thanks to you. Ah, <laughs> yay! You're so welcome. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. I don't know. I think the main highlight for me from this year would have been uh, winning winning the hockey summer league yeah yeah last season. yeah 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 the pokemons right no no, no with the ice wolves oh with the ice wolves like oh proper, proper win the sovereign sovereign yes. getting confused pokemons is winter thingy the pokemons is a fi- for fun with for beer fun league. thing yeah beer league sorry beer league I, beer i'm like league. i yes, can't remember yes. the bloody name but yeah no no when you yeah the i was ice there wolves, you were there i was there Wayne we was won. there. We won. It was so yeah. yeah that's oh, right. That, that would have. That's a major Shit. highlight for me. Yeah. When was that? That would have been was, uh, February or March. March. It was March. March. Crikey. Yep. Yep. We're cool. going for gold again. This that's season. awesome. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, you guys are having a good season yes, so far. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're fourth on the ladder at the moment. Okay. Yeah, Out of so how many teams? Uh, six. Uh, six or eight. Six or eight. Something like that. Okay. So, you're, so we're doing all right. You're doing okay. We're in the top half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. You're in finals contention. Pretty much. Fabulous news. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, what's your highlight? What's my highlight? Mm, well, I mean, one of the one of the best things I think I did this year was um, uh, going to Adelaide for a few yeah. days. Uh, with two of my closest friends and uh, having an awesome time going to Adelaide Supernova, being a tourist, my first kind of real holiday in a couple of years, and that was really nice. It looked and sounded like you had a it lot of fun. It was so good. It was probably the happiest. That trip was probably the happiest I've been in a long time. Like, That's good. Really, yeah. I really needed it. Um, so that was definitely one of the highlights of this year. Another highlight uh, would probably be I still can't get over – uh, nearly, nearly kissing Alan Tudyk. Uh, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still regretting not going. Oh, it's okay. I you, missed out. It's okay. You, you went. You did another highlight for 2018. You went to London and the UK. Yes, that's and that's why yeah. you didn't go. And that's why I didn't go. And I'm now wondering why the hell I didn't mention that in the first place. <laughs> Me too, but that's okay. You've got hockey on the brain. I've got hockey on the brain because I've been playing a lot of hockey lately. Yes, you have. And especially yesterday because yeah. <laughs> I had a Christmas tournament. You did. Played four games and 
my foot got swollen and oh shit because of it. <laughs> oh, because you were just constantly on the ice. Well, no, I think I just did. You um, you didn't sprain your ankle, did you? No, no, my the my the outer edge of my foot got swollen because of how tight my skates were. So I was oh, lacing them up pretty tight. You laced them a bit tight. Yeah. That's yeah, not good. so after two games, I took them off, ensues, cramp, just blood rushed straight down, and I just cramped like crazy. Oh, I was in agony. Like, oh, I was no. yelling in the change room. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and everybody's like, are you okay, Fulia? Are you all right? I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Through gritted teeth. <laughs> Eventually, after about five minutes of pain, it, it sort of went away yeah and luckily there was a good break in between before my next game mm-hmm. so uh, my mistake was taking the skates off <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> I should have just left them on <laughs> yeah you should have oh. um but then i put it back on and then i was hobbling lace. around and i was sort of skating on the ice but i wasn't but i was trying not to think about it while i was skating um and then there was a i had a nice big break between the third and fourth game and I um, made sure I walked it off a little bit and that helped and played the last game and I was fine. <laughs> okay, good. But by the time I got home, my foot was quite swollen on the outside of my foot. Oh. And so I had to ice it and yeah, it's okay. still a teeny bit sore, but it's oh fine. Oh my gosh. It's fine. Please don't do that to yourself again. <laughs> no. I need, to, I need to get my, my skates molded to my foot. Yeah. Uh, to my feet. Right. So I need to get that done before the season starts up again. Okay. And I will do that eventually. Yeah, good. Yes. Good idea. Um, but going back to your highlights. <laughs> before I just rambled on <laughs> no, about my day yesterday. No, that's okay. It's fine. This is the catch-up segment. Yes. Yes. This is okay. Yes. We like to tangent. We like to, to you know, veer off. Uh, it's, that's Otherwise, we wouldn't be... Uh, Fred, the Alien Productions podcast. No, now, would exactly, we? Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, probably the highlight mm. of my year. I mean, I'm you know, got a few photos with some amazing people this year at different conventions. But yeah, seeing him at Supernova and yeah, that but must have been so him cool. and I, both of us. Let me reiterate to everyone <laughs> listening. Not only did I go to kiss him on the cheek, he went to kiss me on the cheek and then we both realised we shouldn't do this <laughs> and then turned for the camera, took the photo and thank fuck because the photo turned out great. That's uh, good. I'm so worried. I, I could, not, <laughs> could not believe. Oh my God. Anyway, that was probably one of the best things that's <laughs> ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And then I guess for me as well, obviously I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Avengers Infinity War yes. as a highlight for me this year, even though, you know, there's some, Definite low lights about that film, considering they killed off my man. Broken hearts. Oh, I cried so much. <laughs> so much. There, there. Oh, no. That's okay. He's got his own series now. So exactly. So he's not technically dead. No, not, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. No, but that movie, yeah, probably, uh, I think I've said it before, but that seeing that movie for the first time with pretty much, I mean, except you weren't there. Um, not everyone that, yeah, in my life is closest to me was there, but uh, a lot of my close friends were, and, um, there was about 10 of us and yeah, just having that experience with them, watching that movie for the first time, the first session on the opening day in the middle of, uh, Melbourne city, uh, Melbourne central watching it just was one of the best cinema going experiences of my entire life. That's amazing. Because we were all the diehard fans. We were all so into it, just reacting to every single thing. This movie was such a big deal. 
and so important to all of us and um, to see it play out was just a dream come true. Yeah. Like, I, I know it's just a movie, but God damn. <laughs> These movies give my life purpose and meaning. Yeah. Um, it's a reason to stay alive. That's it. It is. But yeah, so that those are probably the biggest highlights I can think of. And yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, going back to me on my trip, I think my favorite part of the trip was being able to go to the Harry Potter Universal Studios. Yes. That was yes. the best thing I have never been on a set like that before yeah. even though it wasn't really a hot set it was pretty much set up for all the tourists yeah but just seeing everything that they used in the films the costumes the props the set dressing oh my god yeah oh my god my mind was epically blown yeah <laughs> i yeah. just i couldn't even believe i was pinching myself i'm yeah. like am i really here yeah. i <laughs> I can relate to that feeling. It's just, it was the best yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And then I got to be a wizard in a photo. Yeah, you and a video. did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> With my robes. It's freaking awesome. It's so fucking cool. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, green screen work. That was a first for me. <laughs> it's the first time for everything. Exactly. And if you're going to do it, may as well do it. On a broomstick. Har- on a broomstick. <laughs> Harry Potter style. Exactly. Amazing. <laughs> So that that was that was a great highlight for me yeah, for the year, and I loved it. Of course, yeah, that's so I'm so jealous. Yeah, so and just jealous. being in a completely different country and yeah, com- just all together, that yeah. was that was the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to go to the UK. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank God, one day. Yes, that's so awesome. But if that's it, that's then, it. I, then I'm going to conveniently segue because we're talking about Harry Potter. Yay! Let's keep the chatter going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's stay within the wizarding world, yes. shall we? Let's proceed into I'm, the magic. I'm good at I'm good at segues, guys. <laughs> Let it well, be known. I set that up. You did. You set You're it up. You're welcome. You set it. You set it up, and I spiked it, motherfuckers. That's it. <laughs> spiked that shit. Yes. Very well done. All right. Um, okay. Cool. So. We wanted to have a discussion, talk about the most recent Harry Potter-related film, which is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. Which came out uh, about a month ago now, Mm -hmm. at the time of recording. Um, And because both of us, especially Fulia, huge Harry Potter fans. Mm -hmm. um, So I thought it'd be nice if we could have a chat about it and talk about what we liked and what we didn't like and theories and fun stuff and yeah all of that that jazz yes and so we asked you guys what you thought we did we did so uh shall i start start. i'll start start. okay okay so (laughs) your responses here we go all right (laughs) um first up is the wonderful christina rogas hello christina hello christina (laughs) um she says hello ladies i think you both know what i'm going to say about this movie i want her leather jacket (laughs) yes (laughs) yes we do (laughs) i want his jacket i want all the jackets (laughs) me too yeah oh my god the entire wardrobe please yes that i love i love the costuming in these movies are so good um uh, i enjoyed this movie but my mind did wander a bit during it. Maybe that was because of the bad day I had at work. Oh, no. <laughs> Retail life. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, my favorite scene was the opening one with Grindelwald escaping. And I'm guessing a whole new younger generation of fans will be afraid of Johnny Depp. No. Mm, possibly. <laughs> Love Eddie as Newt. His moments of humor got me back into it. I did enjoy the darker themes and storylines. And I'm looking forward to seeing the next one eventually. 
Only for the costumes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I give it a 7 out of 10. Hashtag Tal Winifred. Oh, wow. Good, that's so cool. Good little review, Christina. Yeah. That's awesome. I wasn't expecting uh, her favorite scene to be the Grindelwald escape. It's a good one, though. It is. Like, it really it, is. It's very intense. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. It's a nice way to kind of uh, open the movie. Um, and it's a nice little... Like set up, little setup, and yeah. like kind of you know misdirection going on with you know, um, because you know they're obviously you know I don't know if there's polyjuice potion involved because they you know yeah they're becoming other people and stuff I don't know I'm just wondering how the hell that even happened like yeah all he had all he did was look through the little portal window thing in the cell door, looks straight at Grindelwald, and then all of a sudden. He's no longer... Well, here's the thing. I think I can explain it. Yeah. So, uh, remember when um, the guy and Pickery, they walk up and they stare, they're staring in and they're saying he's become very... He's very persuasive. So, yeah. we, we cut out his tongue. Yeah. So, I my my theory is with that is that... Yeah, well, excuse me. Um, <laughs> my theory with that is uh, Grindelwald persuaded one of one of the auras to um join him and through like through the the door yeah and then when no one was around he persuaded him to swap places yeah so therefore the so the, the aura the aura on the outside was grindelwald yeah and then the aura on the inside was uh, th- that was actually gr- like he was he looked like grindelwald so he wasn't actually and so then they cut out his tongue yeah uh, even though the real Grindelwald had already escaped, and then they waited until they were going to transport him to, um, so yeah. he, so he could escape easier from the prison. So, so I think I think that's I think that's what happened. So obviously the scene that so that that's the stuff we obviously didn't see. Happen. Yeah, well, it's alluded to. That's why I think yeah. they put in the line he, he can be, persu- you know, he's very, very persuasive, persuasive, manipulative. Yeah. Um, they you know they went out of their way to say that I think. I think that's yeah. why, because he was he talked him into trading places so he could escape. Yeah, because that's been boggling my mind ever yeah. since well, I watched. It, yeah, <laughs> well, like, does, how did it happen? Does that make sense? Did, what did they do something like was this yeah. some sort of telekinesis thing happening? It could be that too. But it, <laughs> does that make sense? What I've yes, said? yes, yeah, no, it makes sense. Okay, now. all right. Yeah. Yeah, I I could be wrong, but that's yeah, that's kind of what fan I, theories. That's fan. It's a fan theory, or that's <laughs> that's kind of what I I took it as. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, and it's a good, cool opening scene, like. And I really like how, uh, I mean, we should probably save this for later, but I mean, we could talk about it now, but Grindelwald as a villain um, is different yet similar to uh, Voldemort Voldemort because I really, I just really enjoyed in this movie just how, how dark he is in a different way. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Um, Because he's, he's clearly, he's evil. Yeah. There's no question. But his his intentions but he's good at, are different. His intentions are different, and he's good at masking his um, true intentions or his true nature, his evil nature. Yeah. In order to gain more followers. Exactly. You know, he can hide his his evil self like, really yeah, well. Like like mentioned, like he is very persuasive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's got away with words. Yeah. Um. And I really, yeah, I think because you know you see the, those moments where he just kills people not out of malice or or out of uh anger or anything he just like well you're useless bye yeah 
like I don't need you. You're just here and you I don't need you anymore. Exactly. So you're dead. Like you know when he th- he threw the cute little frog thing out of the carriage. Like, yeah. He was like it was his pet or something and then all of a sudden he was just like oh, I'm so needy and just throw it out the window. Yeah. Like I really liked that. <laughs> And then it was also really messed up when they went to that house in Paris and then they just, just killed, killed that family. family. And then they killed a baby. The baby. And I'm like, not the baby. I mean, they didn't show it, obviously, but like they killed a fucking baby. That's yeah. crazy. So, yeah. So I really like that stuff. Yeah. So, yes, I think, Christina, you might be right. And the younger generation may be a little scared of Johnny Depp now because yep. of Brenda Wong. <laughs> he does a really good job. Um, and Eddie is amazing, isn't oh, he? Oh, really Eddie, is. look, see, the thing, it's so funny because <laughs> there was a time when I th- I thought Tom Hiddleston would have made the perfect Newt Scamander. Oh, really? Yeah, I had it in my head. I, 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 I was so, I'm so biased, really. I just, I just want him, I want him to be in every movie franchise. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I'm, you know, seeing the first film and now this one just reassures me that they like cast him well he's they've cast him perfectly yeah like no one else could play that role and he plays it so well i just he's so talented the way he really like i love the way he carries newt just in physically mm. not just with his speech and and you know his the way the, the things he does as a character but exactly. just physically he changes his his mannerisms and his walk and his like the way he just, just moves. all of a sudden he just becomes an introvert it's just so yeah. good it's so clever and he's just it's just perfect i and, and he just, deli- yeah. he delivers every line exceptionally well like, yeah I'm, definitely i just it's yeah so good <laughs> i mean there's a reason he won an oscar like oh yeah let's be real yeah yeah he's so great yeah <laughs> yes i think yeah i mean I, yeah more newt He's, he's the Hufflepuff's dream. He is. <laughs> well, him, and, him and Cedric Diggory. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I still have a soft spot for Cedric. Yes, I do too. <laughs> Even though he's dead. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. I oh, know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, that's a great answer, Christina. Thank, thank you, you, Christina. Thank you, thank you. Our next response comes from my best friend, Marie, Marie. Stella. 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 Can't you hear me, Ella? You're putting me through hell. Sorry, every time. It's, it's, it's contractually obligated to, to quote The Simpsons. Wayne will enjoy that thoroughly. Oh, yes, he will. Yes, he will. And she responded with, it was good that they had Harry Potter themes in there, uh, like the backstory of Nagini and that. I, I didn't like the Hogwarts robes. Um, like I know it's old and that, but enjoyed it. Not sure why. Um, but nope. Sorry, I skipped the line. Oh dear. <laughs> ha, um, the scene before the circus with the dragon was also good. I enjoyed it. Not sure why people have been hanging crap on it. Hmm. Uh, it's a backstory and standalone movie. There's two ways it can go with credence. It would be that Grindelwald is lying to him or that he really is related to Dumbledore. Um, the Obscurus is Ariana's and it's stayed alive and is now in Credence. Uh, I probably rate it uh, 7 out of 10 and it had all the elements for a good movie. It's still Harry Potter and its universe. I like the first one better. Actually, the cemetery scene was my favorite. Oh my God, that blue light scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, very good. Um, awesome. Okay. So, so she didn't like the costuming choice 
for the robes at Hogwarts mm. this well, time I th- around. I think that's... Even though it was sort of like an older version. Well, that's it. They act because this is this is Hogwarts in the 1920s. Yeah. So it's it's going to be um or and before that because we get flashbacks to to Newton and Lita when they're at Hogwarts as students. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, which would have been like 10 years earlier or something. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I can see why you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't like it if you, you know, because you get used to the way they are yeah. in, in the films and they look pretty good in the in the current, like, not current, but you know what I mean? The, yeah, yeah. The Harry Potter series of films. Um, yeah, the scene before the circus with the dragon. I'm, that... assume, I'm assuming it's that big Chinese. Yeah, but that was after the after circus. Because the, that dragon was at the circus, wasn't it? Okay, I think that's what she meant. Yeah. She might have meant that. I, I could be getting confused. Unless yeah. it was just before it, or it was just after. Yeah, I can't remember. But if you're talking about that dragon thing, it's very good. I really like that, because the the freaking, just the little wand thing. Yeah, it's so cute. With, like, the it feathers and the eyes. It's so It's cute. so funny. I love <laughs> I, I that. Just All the way... All eyes just opens yeah. up so wide yeah. and it's almost like a Puss in Boots type of moment almost yeah and he's just looking at it like oh, it's a toy it's my favourite toy yeah yeah <laughs> I just like the way Newt holds it up like it's very comedic yeah where he just kind of flicks just, it up and just and then just there, goes dilly ling like, yeah I just really yeah it's really well done that, um, yeah that was that was a it was a great way of um, trying if that's the way that you tame that particular creature. Mm, mm-hmm, that's it's, mm-hmm. it's an interesting yeah. choice. No, it's it, it is it <laughs> this is monstrous giant yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And all you have to do is wave a little bell and toy and toy and it's done. <laughs> and it's it's I, it's, got, it's it's mesmerized. Yeah, well, I mean, like <laughs> that was one of the things about the first film I really enjoyed was trying the the scenes of them trying to get the creatures back into the case. Yeah, um, and most. Particularly the 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 rhino looking one where he has to do the dance oh and, the, and, the ma- and the mating call. That's so funny. That was good. Yeah, that was so yeah, good. so funny. So so funny. Yeah. Um, the uh, Nagini backstory. Yeah, I really enjoyed that as Definitely, well. Definitely. Yeah, it was really really good. Um, again, I will just call out the people who think J.K. Rowling's being racist about this because it's not racist at all and i mean i know i'm 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 a white lady but i mean it's not you know she's this this character this creature we i talked about i think i've talked about this before on a podcast called fred yeah but um this you know nagini is a is a character is a is a creature lifted from you know indonesian folklore and mythology yeah so it's you know, paying homage to, you know, that side of the world and that, you know, yeah, okay. that kind of, you know, I can't think of the right bloody word, but yeah, I guess, yeah, the mythology and stuff to do well, with that. So I suppose it makes sense that, that the way they've cut the, it the makes, way Well, cast yeah, because like, you know, if they had cast, um, you know, a, a, a black woman or a white woman, then, you know, would have, not that I know if it would have mattered, but like, yeah, the fact that, I guess maybe people wouldn't have been as upset if it had been a white person because their whole reason they're arcing mm. up is saying that like they made an Asian woman um, you know she can't be Asian she, she's got to be a snake she's repressed you know just yeah yeah. Know. yeah it's I don't know it's unnecessary drama because um, no. it's they've cast so well it's fiction exactly may I remind everyone <laughs> um, and yeah they cast her well I really like that actress Claudia Kim she's really cool yes um, she did a really good job portraying that 
struggle that she was obviously going through and I would never have thought of that type of backstory for Nagini. No, and well I didn't even didn't even know that was no. a thing. I just assumed Nagini was a just a snake yeah, a like big a familiar. Old, yeah, familiar kind of yeah. Yeah. You know, like Harry has Hedwig and Hermione has Crookshanks, you know, Voldemort has Nagini. But yeah. but no, no. Nagini was a person. Yeah. Um And the fact that she's actually like so timid as well yeah. as a person which is so interesting considering you know when she finally it will become the snake completely permanently yeah like she you know turns into such a you know killing machine yeah really evil kind of killing machine so it's, i really really enjoyed the fact as well that you know at the end of the film i think a lot of people expected her to follow credence to Grindelwald's uh, side. Ah, yeah, yeah. But she she didn't. She didn't. Yeah, that was really interesting. Really interesting. Um, that whole that whole thing was. Oh, I've yeah. got, I have lots of words about that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I really like Nagini, and I I hope we get to see more of her. Yes, me too. Um, yeah. In the future films, and I'm sure we will. I doubt mm. they'll just introduce her for this one film and then be done with it. Yeah. She's such a big character. Yeah. Um. Yes, what else do we have to unpack for Marie? Oh, yeah, okay, so her um, Credence comments. Okay, yeah, so this was um, this was crazy, this ending. Yeah. Um, should we skip ahead to the next response because it's talking about that as well? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because, okay, cool. So Alex, hello, Alex. That, that would be my best friend That's Alex it. game. Yes, hello, Alex. <laughs> Um, she, she just said curveball at the end was very, what the hell just happened? Um, yeah. yeah couldn't yeah. agree more. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, I meant to research this a bit more during the week before recording to see if there had been any updates on the status of the theory, but, um, just trying to figure out the logistics of there being a fourth Dumbledore. Yeah. Because in Harry Potter canon, there are only three. Um, that we know of okay. clearly now. Because, you know, we have Albus, yep. Ab- Aberthorth, Aberforth, Aberforth, yes. and um, Ariana. Yes. Uh, and Ariana died when, you know, the Dumbledores were young. And that was very sad and very tragic. And yeah. Dumbledore blames himself and all this terrible things. Um, and, yeah. And then now we have Aurelius Dumbledore, who is Credence. Yeah. Um Grindelwald, you know, just, it's just, it's so problematic because like, you know, earlier in the film, there's a line where, where, you know, Jude Law's Dumbledore, who was brilliant, by the way, yes, um, says how, uh, you know, a phoenix will always come to a Dumbledore in times of great need. Now, in the first film, Credence looked like he, he was in some pretty desperate need of some help. And, in, um, and no phoenix appeared. And no phoenix appeared. <laughs> and now all of a sudden we have Grindelwald um, has convinced um, Credence that he knows who he really is. And he, he says, a phoenix appears to a Dumbledore in times of great need. And then the phoenix appears. And then he's like, I now restore the name to you, Al- uh, Aurelius Dumbledore. And I'm just, I'm just like, but... But there was, right. there was no phoenix in the first film. Exactly. I don't understand. I think he's bullshitting. I reckon. I think he's bullshitting. I don't think that. I don't think it's. He's really. I mean, it would be really interesting if the next film explains it, which I feel like the next film might. Might. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be five films, so who knows? They could not do anything with this until the end. 
But yeah, I don't know. I just, it just seems JK's smarter than that. Like, she's fucking smart. And yeah. she has crafted these books, you know, very intricately and very astutely. So I feel like this is misdirection. Yeah. I don't think this is legit. Because if this is legit, then it's just lazy writing. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like she's got something up her sleeve. Yeah. Mm. And because, you know, why wouldn't Grindelwald want to, you know, um, make Credence think he's this all-powerful, you know, part of this all-powerful fa- wizarding family? You know, why wouldn't he want to? Like, you know, he wants t- he wants to find a way to bring Dumbledore down be- because of the blood pact he cannot do. He can- yeah. They can't fight each other. So he wants to find another way around that. So maybe using uh, Aurelius yeah. um, to-, to fight him. I Most don't know. likely. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, but he could be actually his brother. I- yeah, I don't It's so... Because, yeah, like, people are pointing out online that Dumbledore's parents were actually, you know, had- would have been dead by the time... Aurelius was supposed to be born, so mm. it's just... It was just, yeah, it was interesting, especially because we were, you know, the whole film as well, we were expecting the reveal of, you know, he was a Lestrange, uh, you know, a related, you know, Lita's half-brother. Yeah, and, and then, then that they... got messed up with the whole family tree thing. Yeah, and they did that twist of, yeah, like who's... in Because it turns out he actually died and then... The babies were switched and yeah, it was just, yeah, it was very convoluted trying to figure out what was all going on. Yeah. So that, the, that, the last quarter of that movie. Yeah. It just sort of confused everyone, I think. Yeah. The whole, yeah. Reveal about, you know, this whole, yeah, this whole mystery of who Credence is was the reveal of it all was very, um, yeah. All over the place yeah. to me. Hard to follow. I mean, it was easier the second time. Um, and it's still entertaining and, and, you know, very much a spectacle. But, yeah, I don't it's know. Still, it's still... It didn't sit yeah. 100% right with me. No, neither, neither did it with me. It's just... For me, it just felt a bit confusing mm. for that all to happen right at the end. and Yeah, it was very much packed in yeah. right at the end there. They couldn't have done just, some more exposition earlier yeah. in the film, I think. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. And then for the, the, the bombshell to be dropped right at the end of the movie. Exactly. Was just like, oh. And we're just sitting there thinking. Okay. <laughs> really? Well, this is your cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see what yeah. happens. When's, it, when's the next one coming out? Or when are they? Two years. 2020. Two years. All right. Cool. So they, I think they're coming out every two years, these movies. All right. That's the plan anyway. Uh, we've got a long yeah. time to wait now. Yeah. Because that was... <laughs> That was like one of the other things about it I didn't love is the fact that it didn't feel like it's not a movie you can watch as a standalone at all. No. No way. It is. You would not have any idea what's going on unless you watched uh, the first film first, um, which, you know, does seem like a no brainer. But, you know, the Harry Potter films, you can generally most of them anyway, you can approach with a one shot kind of mindset like Chamber of Secrets or Prisoner of Azkaban. Because yeah, no. they all they all very... end, they all ended well up until like the last two or three films. Yeah, literally until like yeah, like Order of Phoenix, I think, and then maybe um, yeah, Half Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows. They're kind of they're connected. Very, they're all very much connected. Yeah. So they're more of a yeah parts instead of complete stories. But um, 
Especially because, you know, Deathly Hallows was split into two parts. So that yeah, made, exactly. That makes a lot, sen- yeah. a lot of sense. But yeah, this film really felt felt like that. It felt like one half of a book. And we haven't gotten the other half yet. Yeah, so I'm just um, like so confused. Yeah, yeah. As just, to what's going to happen next. It was, yeah, the way it was just kind of set up. Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love that kind of... Um, there was no closure at all to anything we'd watched. Yeah. Um, everything was kind of ongoing. Um, what did you think of Queenie in this film? Oh, wow. Okay. Because I have a lot, I have a lot of thoughts on Queenie. Yeah. Look, Queenie wasn't really my favorite in this, to be honest, because she was just all, all about, I just, I want to marry the human. I want to be with him. Why can't I be with him? She was, she was all sort of tunnel visioned on love. Yes, she was. And, and, you know, and for her to all of a sudden be like, I want to listen to Grindelwald and see what he has to say. That just broke Jacob's heart. Like, honestly, why would you do that? It's like, I, and she turns around and says, I'm doing this for us. Yeah. Like, no. No, it's like, you do this, there is no us. Exactly. Like, can you not see he did not follow you? No, like, exactly. It's like, don't go, don't leave was... me. But she just left anyway because she she was like... Really? He's got... He, he's, she thinks that Grindelwald has a, has a point. Maybe there's something he can do for us. But I don't think there is going to be. No, I don't think there is. I, I <laughs> See, yeah, I, I just... It feels like... It's kind of annoying that they've kind of reduced her character to just this, you know... She exists to, to, to like, you know, without, not without Jacob, you know, she can't, it's her and Jacob. Yeah. You know? Or nothing. Or nothing. Whereas Jacob can also function as Newt's sidekick. Exactly. And he does so very, very well. Yes. Um, and, you know, he, in the first film, he had a very good character arc, very good story. In this one, he doesn't get as much to do, but what he does is, is really fun. Yeah. But then Queenie has just kind of been relegated to his love interest but you know, I didn't. I feel like she was kind of stripped of a lot of her agency because she was just so vulnerable. She as was well. very vulnerable, and she was very much just every all of her motivation had to do with Jacob and nothing else. Exactly. And the fact that she was willing to, you know, I mean, it was it was. I mean, it's always nice of people to keep open minds, which is why you know, I guess she's allowed to go listen to Grindelwald if she wants. Exactly. That's fine, but. The fact that she decided to join him and leave Jacob behind, leave Newt behind and her sister. Yeah, her sister especially. Like we didn't even get to, that's another thing, we didn't even get to see um, Tina's reaction to Queenie joining. They didn't really interact very much in this movie either. At all. I don't no. think they actually that, I don't even, think they did. I don't even think much. they actually set Up until like together. that last scene where they, all of a sudden they're there together. But yeah. like, they didn't, that even, was, even then they weren't really interacting. Well, that was the only thing. And I knew... Well, and they Queenie did say they were fighting, they weren't talking because of Jacob. Yeah. Because of what she did. Um, which was also very problematic as well. <laughs> the fact that she cast a love spell on him. I know. Why would you do that? Why did she do that? Uh, because don't he, force him out of his own will just to travel around and do things with you. Like, seriously. Because I don't, I didn't understand that because, you know, he, he remembered her. Because of, you know, the, the, the claws and the memory spell. Exactly. Not forgetting, you know, forgetting bad things, remembering good things. Um, but why did she need to cast a love spell? He loves her. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. And then, yeah, when they were, 
when they were fighting and he nearly called her crazy, well, he did because he thought it, didn't and say it. And she reads them. And she, like, can, she can read minds. Uh, and then she, for her to get all... She was very irrational. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I love Queenie. Queenie was one of my... F- Queenie and Jacob were my probably my two favorite things in the first one. Yeah, me too. Because um, they not, were so like adorable and cute Yeah, together. adorable and cute together. But then as characters separately. Yeah. I, I loved them so much. And Queenie was very, very much like not just willing to fight for Jacob, but she was fighting for what was right. Exactly. In the first film but and it, helping Yeah, Newt. and then in this second one, it's all of a sudden just like, nope. It, it's just yeah. about Jacob. It's about my love for him. Yeah. We have to be together. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I just, there was not, I feel like it was very, it was just a very thin kind of a motivation for her character to switch sides. Yeah. I, yeah, that was a bit, a bit weak source. So I think I'm contradicting myself too when I was like, oh, JK smart. She knows what she's doing. And now I'm, we're talking this. And I'm just like, well, eh, well, that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's disappointing. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some answers. In the next film. <laughs> in the next one. And hopefully this doesn't mean that Queenie's going to get killed off at some point. Because a lot of times either traitors get redeemed or they get killed. Yeah. So her chances of dying have now gone up by like, you know, 50%. <laughs> Pretty much. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, God. Um, speaking of characters dying, Lita Strange. Wow. She came and she went and we hardly knew ye. Yep. That was, I don't really know much about her except for her family history. That was really disappointing as yeah. well. I didn't like... Oh, we've got five movies and they've killed her off already. Yeah, that was they, that was too quick. I, I didn't, think. Too did, soon. Didn't like that. Too soon for her to be killed As, off. And especially for them to have Zoe Kravitz playing the character. I like Zoe Kravitz a lot. She's a good actress. She's nice to look at as well. <laughs> um, especially in that purple dress she was wearing. Was, oh, that was a lovely dress. She, gorgeous. It really was. She looked gorgeous. But... If you're going to, you know, if you're going to cast someone for just one film in this, why not go with someone a bit more unknown? Because she's in everything. Yeah. She's in a lot of stuff. Um, And, you know, they've gone with unknowns pretty much for every other role in this movie, in this franchise, except for Johnny Depp and Jude Law. Yeah. But they make sense because they're going to carry over the whole way. Exactly. And then, you know, obviously... um, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne is, you know, is Newt obviously is, yeah. a bit, you know, a bit more of a name as well. But yeah, I feel like they could have cast someone who was, yeah, unless unless Lita's going to be in flashbacks or in there's going to be something else to do with her. Maybe uh, we'll see something we don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, I liked her performance of the character. She did a nice British accent because she's American, mm. so I thought that she did well. Um, but yeah, the fact that they, yeah. And then the whole, also, I just have a problem. See, I, I, (laughs) I enjoyed this movie. I did, but it's very problematic. Um, what the hell was the deal with her and, um, Theseus and her and Newt? Which brother did she love? Yeah. I was a bit confused there too, because, you know, they they what they spoke to each other in such a sort of there was this tension between them, her her and Newt. Totally. But then Theseus is there, and they're the ones that are engaged. So I don't know what to think. It was so it was so weird. I feel like I feel like she she truly loved Newt. Yeah. I think, and Newt definitely still loved her on some level, even though he clearly loves Tina more now, which is awesome. 
I think it's more of a but, fact that maybe she's just more, um, more, more in love with Newt because of the fact that they used to that they grew up together at yeah, Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, she has. I that, think that's what it was. That's true. Because and seeing the etching in her, uh, the underside of her desk of you know N and L. Yeah, totally. So that yeah. sort of made a bit more sense then. That makes sense. So maybe she's kind of just very fond of the time they had together at yeah. Hogwarts. So she's, you know, clearly clinging to that still on some level. But why they didn't end up together then? Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like there's something must have happened between What's happened? between Hogwarts and adulthood. And why, yeah, and why, what, why did Lita end up with Theseus? Instead, yeah. Instead, like how, just there's more questions than yeah, answers. Lots of just questions just... You know, above our heads right now. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was confusing. But yeah. Especially because it, you know, it. I feel like as well, Lita just kind of existed in this film to create tension between Newt and Tina. That was yeah. unnecessary, because you know, Tina miss you know well an, a, a a magazine a tabloid a wizarding tabloid magazine said that Newt was engaged to Lita. Yeah. Uh, which was incorrect, and Tina instead of. For some reason, Tina's just very, very sensitive, and she <laughs> she took that as 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 what it was, and didn't even bother to ask Newt, and then just you know didn't stop talking to him, and was very ang- angry at him, started calling <laughs> started calling him Mister Scamander instead of Newt again, yeah. like yeah, and then but then and, yeah, I don't Go, know. going into Tina now, yeah, okay, I I having I'm having I had a little problem with her in this one because she just she she just felt. Too serious in this particular film. Yeah, she was. She was a bit too serious. Yeah, yeah. She was a lot more lighter in the last one. She was. But now it's because of the whole thought of, oh, Newt's engaged to someone else. Why didn't he tell me about it? Thought. Mm, mm -hmm. She's just gone, right, I'm just not going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Seriousness. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. Oh, just, yeah. I think that that kind of, a little little bit irked about it. Yeah, me too. Because, like, they were so clearly, you know crushing on each other by the end of the first exactly and for that to just kind of just you know switch all of a sudden yeah it was just really like why would she i don't know (laughs) but i guess she clearly clearly tina is the kind of jealous and insecure person i think she's very she seems very insecure She's also um, an introvert too. She clearly, yeah. yeah, they both are, which is why they, I think, they probably would work well together in the end. <laughs> but um, I just love the way that Newt wants to, up, uh, you know, when he's talking to Jacob, how do I, how do I yeah, tell Tina how great. I feel? Mm-hmm. And Jacob's like, just, just say whatever comes out in the moment. And the first thing that comes to his mind is like, her eyes are like, are like a salamander. It's like, yeah. don't say that. <laughs> and then I just love the scene where he's trying not to say it. But he's saying it without saying it, and then, Tina and then she and she says it. <laughs> and she says it like a salamander. Oh, it's great. like a salamander, and he's like, exactly. I want. I wanted to say that, but I was told not to. <laughs> that was cool. That I like that. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, that was actually quite um, cute. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, Tina they can... was a bit too serious in this one. I think. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not enough. And not enough of her. No. Exactly. Either. Not at all. That's the the thing with you know bringing Grindelwald into the the forefront for this film is just kind of made all the other characters kind of come back a bit. Yeah, there's which I guess back a lot of them. which I guess has to happen for the sto- sake of the overarching story. Mm. But I don't know if they. <laughs> I just I don't know. 
And the fact that they're no, they're not they're not in the United States anymore, nor no. nor were they really in England. They've gone to Paris. Yeah, the, the majority of the film is in Paris. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was really nice, you know, setting. It looked, it's different. It looks different. Different. different for a Harry Potter themed film, and yeah, uh, it were, I think it was nice. It worked. It worked really well. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, okay. Well, let's okay. Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Okay. Okay. So they're totally in love with each other, just saying. Yeah, after what... Okay. Initially, and when I watched it the first time, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't sure that was the case. Yeah, okay. Because I thought, oh, it was just... it's a, it, They're just really good friends. Like, they're best friends, and they've made this blood pact because... So they don't... They can't fight each other. Mm-hmm. But watching it a second time... And then, um, who was it that was mentioning that um, Dumbledore and Grindelwald had um, a bond more than more than more than friends? So okay, more than so, brothers? Yes. Yeah, so uh, there's the scene where the um, was the, it when the, the ministry the people, came in? The people from the ministry came and that aura and the, uh, in, jerk off yeah, dude in the classroom was, that Dumbledore was teaching. He was yeah, he was questioning him, and he said, "You you were." Um, you were inseparable or whatever. You were like you were like brothers. You were like brothers. And, and then, then uh, I think Dumbledore, Dumbledore said, said yes, maybe more than brothers. No, more. not maybe. Sorry. He said we were closer Close, than brothers. Closer than brothers, yeah. which can only mean one thing. And because of, and because of that scene, now that I've rewatched it, I've been like, okay, maybe there is something a bit more to this. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and see, this is the one saving grace from this whole film is the fact that this hasn't been shunned because you know, as we all know. J.K. Rowling said, post books and post films, that Dumbledore is gay. Okay. Canonically gay. Um, and yeah, so, and then um, when this movie, these movies were announced and then we were, we found out we were going to get the, the Dumbledore Grindelwald story. Everyone was like, okay, so this means that we're going to, there's going to be lots of gay love in this. It's going to be great. But it was, so, but, it, it was so like, underlining yeah there it was like like the subtlest hint well that's of the thing it happening that's the thing is because um uh, there'd been talk of it not being addressed at all yeah um because i something to do with maybe they didn't want to like that's not the point of the films like he just happens to be gay and they may have happened to be a thing but that's not the point of the story that's not what the story is about the story exactly is about yeah them uh, you know light side dark side warring all of that yeah. stuff but and they just happen to have had a you know some kind of relationship there deeper than deeper than brothers like lovers yeah um yeah so I, and i think a lot of people were worried that the, the that whole subject wasn't even going to get touched on but i think it's been very heavily alluded to yeah in the film and especially that scene where he's he goes to the mirror of said, yeah and then sees him because it shows you what you desire. Exactly. Mm. And he's, yeah. he's, he only he saw himself with Grindelwald, and he saw Grindelwald staring back at him. Oh man. Yeah, like that how, was it. That was an intense scene. That was powerful. Very powerful. Very powerful, and the look on Dumbledore's face. Yeah. Just, yeah, it was intense. Yeah, I feel for him. Um, yeah, I really like that. So I'm excited yeah. to see more of that go on. And then now that they're going to try and break this blood pact. 
as well. Yeah, I wonder. So I wonder. Fun. I wonder how you break a blood pack. A blood pact. Some kind of magic. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Some, sort of, some sort of magic. There'll but be some spell somewhere. I, I want to know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see whether they'll actually show us in the next film yeah. or whether they'll just make it as if it's well, already cause, happened. Because the thing is, is I was just thinking then, wh- why didn't why did they use a blood pact and not an unbreakable vow? What's the difference? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because like you know unbreakable vows you know if if you break it you know the people, yeah they, you, you die or the other person dies or whatever it doesn't isn't that how it works that you don't you can die from it if, you, um, if it gets broken something bad happens yeah oh man it's i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna yeah, look it up that that i think it's something to do with that <laughs> um, i was just i was just like thinking to myself um trying to see where it is in my brain <laughs> Find the Where um, is it? <laughs> find the part of your brain that talks about what an unbreakable vow. Yeah, is. pretty much. Okay. Um yeah, yeah. What hap- Harry says uh what happens if you break it and Ron says you die. Okay. Um if either of the two break their terms they die. So basically an unbreakable ma- vow is literally unbreakable for a reason because you will die if you you break it. So yeah. so okay, so the that blood, means so the, but I suppose and that mean, oh, I feel like that means the blood pact, they've, they've done the blood pact or, or JK has created this blood pact so it can be broken and so they can fight because that's what we want. Yeah. But we want them to, we want, she wants us to think that, you know, imp- the, the heavily implied, you know, relationship was a thing. So therefore they would have made this blood pact because they wouldn't, they know that they both, one falls more to light and one more to dark. Yeah. They both know they would never want to fight each other because they actually love each other. So therefore, but then and we, the, but then, yeah. but, but then for plot's sake, we want them to fight. That's going to be the end of the film is going to be Grindelwald and Dumbledore fighting. Yeah. Clearly. So, so in this yeah, instance, then I feel like that's, maybe the, that's why the blood pact is just more so it's more of a story device. Yeah. Maybe. A, yeah, maybe that, or maybe be, um, it's just the fact that it's um, they've made this blood pack, so it's a so that it is breakable. Yeah, and yeah. Um, also they know that there isn't gonna be a major implication if they do break it, because it just means that they just revert to being. Yeah, it doesn't. There's back. not gonna be. I any... suppose that that blood pack means that it there's a magical force. Maybe there's a magical force that's stopping them from fighting each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas once they break that blood pact, it means they can just they can do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the unbreakable vow obviously means if you break that vow, you die. And you die. Which, yeah. what with a blood pact, that's the, that's no yeah. not a major consequence. Yeah. So therefore, as well, they probably wouldn't have wanted to do an unbreakable vow because neither of them wants to die. Exactly. If, if they were to have to break it one day. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. We have unpacked. <laughs> The blood pack. Yes. Um, <laughs> We've broken that blood pack. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. That was good. Um, speaking of Dumbledore 2, what did you think of Jude Law? <sighs> Can I have some more, please? Yes. Yes. More please. Jude Law. I, w- I, just I love that man. Me too. I love him so much. He's such an amazing actor, actor honestly. And so dreamy. Yeah. So and so humble. And so humble. So nice. He's, yeah. He seems like a great person. And funny. Very funny. He is really very, funny. very funny. Can I just marry him already? Yeah. <laughs> just fanning for you for 
for you guys on behalf of everyone. I swear, if he if he ever comes down for a con, which I know he won't, but if he ever did, I'd I'd probably faint. <laughs> oh my god, Jude, Jude, Jude Law, if you're listening, please come, please come to Melbourne. I want to I want to see, see this, this happen. I think I'd hyperventilate to the point that I'd faint. Okay. After having a photo with him. Okay. So. So I'd go. So it's in. like like Tom Hiddleston for me. Yeah. yeah I'd okay. probably lining up. My heart will be beating like nut like crazy. And then I'd calm down. Pose for the photo with the cheesiest grin ever. Yeah. Which is usual. Be, I can picture it too. <laughs> so it's so cheesy you won't be able to see my eyes open at all. <laughs> you just look like an anime character. Hey, pretty know? much. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then come out <laughs> and then I'll be like screaming and fanning myself and yeah. jumping up and down. I'm, that's probably what's going to happen. Oh my I, God. If I ever meet men. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Cause that's... I love him in it, in all sorts of other movies. Yeah. As well that I've seen. No, he's so, he's so good. And him as Dumbledore. Holy crap, that was such a good choice. Yep, yep, 110% yeah, agree. I love really it. Good. I love him. Really good. The only, yeah, and God, I'm going to bring up another issue with the film. There was not <laughs> enough Dumbledore. Exactly. Because basically uh, the bits of him you see in the trailer mm. is all you get in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Mostly. Like you, It's just extended, extended scenes yeah. from the trailer. I um, actually liked seeing Dumbledore as the professor like as the yeah, teacher i like that too. it was really nice to see that rather than you know being used to seeing him as being the headmaster of hogwarts yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but you know this time he's actually teaching a class and you see that and i'm just like oh wow so this is what dumbledore was doing before he became headmaster yeah <laughs> yes he was defense against the dark arts teacher yeah, yeah yeah it was so good i really liked that too and i liked very much the fact that they brought the bogart back yes the bogart the, yeah. So good. Yeah, the the I, I love Newt's book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working in an office. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Newt fears working in an office most. That was such and a and joke. the only thing that appears in front of you is a, a, a desk with papers and yeah. a typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> very. That was very very good. Yeah. Very much enjoyed that. But then when um, Lito came across it. Yeah. I was wondering what that floating. I know. Like I thought it was her mother. In that, like, I thought it was some died. kind. Of, I thought it was some kind of ghost of some kind. Yeah, which technically it was. Well, technically. And then all of a sudden, we find out that it's the baby that she, you know she knows that drowned. Yeah, that drown- was her brother. Drowned. Yeah, he drowned because of her. Yeah, because and, she switched them. And now you know, and everybody wanted to know what her f- most you know, her um her biggest fear was. Yeah. And seeing that, everybody was like, they were either confused or they were like shocked. Yeah, yeah, she clearly had some kind of secret to... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, some kind of secret that, you know, no one knew mm. about, which was, you know, revealed at the end of the film. Yeah. Um, she she was interesting also to Lita in terms of, like, she kept saying she was dark, she was bad, she was evil, like... Even though she was in Slytherin, it didn't mean that she was evil. No, but she she kept putting these, you know, words on herself about who she yeah. was. And I just never believed that that was her true nature. She definitely had some kind of darkness in her. Mm. But I, I feel like she was, you know, it, she only felt it because she made herself feel that. She did just kind of seem like a 
genuinely nice kind of person like yeah you know definitely an outsider definitely not you know well and the fact but, that and the fact that everybody was you know bullying and teasing her yeah yeah as, as well she, as, a, as Which, a student i thought that was a really interesting touch the gryffindors were the bullies yeah that that's like that's not the usual thing you'd see if you were no. watching the potter series it's usually the slither is doing that but it's the other way around it's, it's the other way opposite. around yeah yeah i mean and then the only other time we've seen that is when you know, we saw, you know, James Potter bully Snape. Yeah. Uh, it's the only closest thing to that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I thought that was a nice little play. Speaking of that flashback. Yeah. How, like, shocked were you when they said Professor McGonagall? Oh, yeah. The young okay. Professor McGonagall. So, yeah. So, I, a lot of people online are saying that it, it is, it is McGonagall. Like, the Minerva McGonagall. Yeah. We, we know. Um, because clearly wizards age differently to regular people. Yep. To, to, to muggles. Um, <laughs> or that could be, you know, uh, McGonagall's mum or a sister. It could be someone else. I mean, I think it's heavily implied that it is Minerva. I think so too. Uh, and cause she did look quite young as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it, I think it's unnecessary. I just I like the I like but this, it's it's okay. It was it was it was really you know funny to see her listen to one of the Gryffindor students, you know the one that um, later oh, that was, removed the mouth. That was funny. As soon as she put the mouth back, she started complaining. It was the strange, and then, and then she just put she's like shut up. Yeah, yeah. She's like I've, no, I'm not listening to you. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. You've been like, I've heard enough. I've heard enough. I know what's going on. Yeah, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was... That was a cute touch. That was good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I really liked... Going back to Jude Law, too, for a second. Yes. I really, yes. I really liked him. Um, yeah. I was very happy with the way he played the character with, you know, he was... He definitely had the eccentricity of Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, not as heavy as Michael Gambon did in yeah. the, the films. Um, because you know, obviously that's a much older Dumbledore, so mm. he's, he's naturally going to be a bit more quirky. Yeah. But yeah, for for a young Dumbledore, he was very charming and very much a Dumbledore character, very much what we'd imagine a young Dumbledore to be like. So. And very, very sort of sly and cunning a little bit too. Well, yeah, I think Dumbledore's and always persuasive. <laughs> he, I think he's always been that way. Yeah, but in yeah. this in this instance, seeing a younger version of Dumbledore doing that sort of stuff, and it's just like. Hmm. <laughs> so you've always been like that. Oh. <laughs> like, like one of my favorite things of older Dumbledore is, you know, pr- from Prisoner of Azkaban, the first time we see, you know, that's Michael Gambon's take on Dumbledore. Yeah. And he's, you know, giving, you know, the, the end with, with the time turner, he tells Hermione to go back and then he pretends as if he didn't see or hear anything. Yeah. You yeah. Know? He's very, very funny. And and very I like those little quotes. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Really good. I, I think he captured it really well. Yeah, it definitely. Was really awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. All right. A couple more things before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, did you like you like Johnny Depp? Now that we actually got to properly see him as Grindelwald in this film. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting to see um, Johnny Depp play a completely different character because he's usually a the lead and be more the good guy than the bad guy totally yeah like even even as jack captain jack sparrow he was still the good pirate even though he was a really 
weird bad pirate. Yeah, yeah. So <coughs> he's sort of more an anti-hero. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of yeah. like a Deadpool scenario. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, seeing him play the evil role, it's very... Like, I felt a little unnerved. Like, I had an unnerving feeling when yeah. I was watching him. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of intensity. because totally. of, Because he wasn't as over-the-top... Um, as Voldemort was, no, he was not as more theatrical. sort of calm and yeah, there was very... just a, just an unsettling kind of calmness. About yeah, him. like you were just waiting for something to happen. Exactly, and all he did was just talk. Yeah, to people, and I think he had such a way with that, like Johnny's performance. Yeah, as like uh, just delivering those mo- mo- those monologues and those lines. Yeah. And, just the way he carried himself, he just like just felt like the air around him was like you know palpable. Mm. Just, just he was just such a like he has it. He has presence. A, yeah, you know? yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. He has it. He has this powerful presence. Totally. Um, and not just because he's Johnny Depp, but just because no. he was. This is the character he created. You know, his take on Grindelwald is just exactly. This, yeah, like he knows this is a man who who's in charge and knows it, yeah. and is, and is and not it, afraid of his instincts. And it's so weird to see him with a different coloured eye. Yeah, with two different coloured eyes. It's, it's a like bit which one do I look at? Like <laughs> it's a little bit jarring sometimes. Yeah. You're trying to you're trying to look at him, and he's just his eyes look funny. Yeah, but I mean, it adds to the it adds know, to the character. Yeah, adds to the character adds to the mystery of him. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I think look, he did good. I to be honest, I'm. I, I, I may not be a huge, huge fan of Johnny Depp, but I love the way he acts. Me too. Yeah, I'm a like, fan, I don't I'm care fan what, of his work. I don't care what people say. I may not like him as a person, but as an actor, he is really talented. Oh, yeah, yeah. Agreed. 100%. You, yeah. There's no way you can deny his talent because he's, yeah. he's always had it. Um, every single role he takes on. Um, you know, even though now he's kind of become a character caricature of himself because mm. he's, he's always taking on these characters that you know, require these flamboyant personas or yeah. these lots of makeup and all of this stuff. But he does it really well and he embodies them in such exactly. a way that few exactly. other actors do. And, yeah. you know, and his movies also just make millions and millions of dollars. So there's a reason he gets cast and all That's these true, things. exactly. And I think he did a really good job as Grindelwald. I, I, mean, I believe so too as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally fine with it. I mean, they probably... I can't think of anyone else who could play it as good... Because I just, I just feel like he just owns it. And yeah, he's a good. He turns out to be a, quite a good villain. I yeah, think. definitely. I really like. I'd it. like. To, I want to. I want to see what happens in the next one with him, and the whole blood pack thing, and you know. Yeah. Once, once they do, once he does come across Dumbledore. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna be, I know. That's gonna be really I'm interesting so to excited see. to see that. Yeah. I'm so excited to see that. I cannot wait to see where that goes. Is it's? I I feel like it's gonna be another sort of. Um, you know, Voldemort versus Harry Potter type of scenario. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be something very, very similar, yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, lastly, mm-hmm. uh, very, very awesome um, Philosopher's Stone <gasps> Easter egg. Yes. <laughs> we finally got to meet... Nicholas Flamel. Yes. Oh my goodness. The alchemist. The the, the fragile, very fragile. Very. Fra- oh, that was funny. Yeah. Every time Jacob went to shake, shake his, his hand, hand, just cracks cracked. a bone. Oh. Like, oh, I'm sorry. That was hilarious. <laughs> so it looks like just you know, growing old doesn't mean you know, well, not dying, being immortal 
doesn't stop you from actually progressing in your age and showing it physically. The it way just keeps he you looks. Alive. Yeah. Oh my so god. Cute. His little <laughs> hobbly walk that he did is very adorable. It's like follow um, me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jacob's just like striding. Okay. Like normal. Okay, okay. All right then. Um, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, we get that glimpse of the Philosopher's Stone in his cupboard for a second. As soon as that shone through, I'm looking at it the first time I watched it. I'm like, that can't be it. Wait, is that it? Really? That's it. And then the second time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, no, that's definitely <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. That big red... Big red jewel. That is mm. that is the philosopher's stone. Um, just quickly. Um, overall, some the some of the the humorous moments that they had was so good. Oh yeah, the humor in this mo- these movies are always yeah I really enjoy. You know? Yeah. Um, mostly just Jacob, really just being funny and the way he laughs at things and reacts to things. The bucket. The bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a little seasick? Oh, well. I'm not good on boats. boats. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> he goes on a port key for the first time and then they get to Paris. And, and he's, he's holding the bucket. He's as vomiting. He's vomit. <laughs> it's very funny. Very much enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, I love I love Newt's little quirks, you know, when he's, the, when he's trying, when they get to Paris and they go into the, um, the wizard's sort of world of oh, Paris. Oh, yeah, when they go sort of like the diagonally ser- of Paris. Yeah, almost. and he's sort of searching for Tina. Yeah, yeah. But the whole point was to find out what's go- what was the overall, um, what happened yeah, overall. Yeah, re- kind of retracing the previous And night. as he's retracing, yeah. he'll see Tina and then all of a sudden he'll get distracted. Yeah. And that was so funny. It was good. And I like the way he was like, you know... Licking the pavement and sniff- I know. and sniffing it. <laughs> it was very, very funny. Um, also, baby nifflers. <gasps> baby nifflers. Baby nifflers. Oh, oh my god. I'm so glad. I want a pet niffler. <laughs> Although I'd be hiding my jewelry in like a safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, I'm so glad they brought the nifflers back and we actually yeah. got to see and what actually, they look like as babies and actually see the original niffler do its thing yeah yeah rather than good. just being naughty and looking for yeah. shiny things he was doing doing you know what something. a niffler's supposed to do yeah it was great that was actually great to see that was really some good. of the some of the actual creatures all the creatures they it's great that they're sticking to the whole Fantastic Beasts yeah, yeah. theme yeah, and just totally. making sure there's creatures in there. Yeah, yeah. But unlike the first one, they didn't bombard us with so many. Yeah, this yeah. Time. No, it was less because there was not enough time for, no, exactly. for, for more. And that, was, that wasn't that was the entire point of the film. Mm. So we'll probably get to see a lot more different ones. Yeah. Also, it was very cool to see Newt's um, home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the suitcase? In this, no, 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 in the sorry, his actual in, house. His actual London. house, um, in his in his basement. Yeah, yeah, his basement was this yeah. big, you know, expanded due to magic. Oh, that scene where the water just rises yeah. when he's in there with that the seaweed-looking cool. dragon. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't know what the name of that was. I, I can't forgot. <laughs> yeah, they they do say the name of that creature, but I I've also forgotten. So. Yeah. But it was freaking awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. It was like also, a sea, seaweed. Yeah, sea dragon. Yeah, and then yeah. when he comes out of the water, he just uses his wand to dry off. Um, and I, I went, I, <laughs> I went to Kim Kendall and just whispered during the movie, he's like, I want a wand that does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go, just instant dry. Oh, it'd be so nice. <laughs> 
soon so as you, nice. It's, as soon as you get out of the pool, just instant dry. Instant dry. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Brought to you by the Wizarding World. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Did you have any favorite um, parts or any specific um, things that made you laugh or cry? Or oh, God. I don't know. I Nothing really stood out to me completely other than the stuff I've kind of already mentioned like yeah like I said you know Jacob's probably my favorite character yeah this whole thing just he makes me laugh so much I love love his charm um definitely and yeah he's just a joy um and yeah and yeah enjoyed yeah Jude Law and Johnny Depp very very good um yeah the end the end was very intense um it didn't go exactly the way I, th- I thought it would and mm. it was but I really liked I liked the dialogue the, yeah. That whole end scene didn't it, didn't necessarily like you know the structure of it, but mm. the, the, the the you know the words that Grindelwald was, yeah his, was mono- saying, his monologue was his amazing. monologue was very good yeah and the fact that he you know you he was using magic to show the future and show World War Two yeah and the outcome of that to um, all of the the witches and wizards that were there that was really powerful um, and yeah we haven't really talked much about Ezra Miller but his in terms of his performance as Credence or Aurelius, yeah, uh, I really like him. He's as a an lot, actor. yeah. In this one, he's um, Credence is more, you know, talkative in this one compared to the last. He's one. yeah, definitely a lot more confident in this. Like he's still very subdued, obviously, but yeah. he definitely feels more because uh, I mean that's a, a result of what happened in the first mm. one because you know he he was the obscurus and. Uh, you know, and then he was, you know, being repressed and controlled by that awful woman and yeah. living there. That was not healthy for him, not good for him at all. So therefore, by getting out of that and going to Europe, um, he was able to be more himself. Yeah. Um, and live in live freely in the wizarding world. Yeah. So therefore, he's naturally just going to have a bit more confidence. Yeah, Ezra like Miller that. did a really good job. It was very good. Yeah. He's, he's a really good good actor. I really like him a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just yeah, Queenie just broke my heart. Just, yeah, just her decisions, just no, no, didn't 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 like her decisions. Why Queenie? Why? Why? <laughs> Why you do this to me? Um, but in terms of like what I think of the overall film, um, yeah, I think the first one's more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, as a like a piece of entertainment, mm. this one tells a very interesting story that's definitely not complete. Um, but there's a lot of good going on. There's also a lot of problems happening yep. that I can't understand and that I feel like we won't understand until we see the rest of it, yep. um, which sucks. But, um, yeah, so I'm sure a marathon of these movies is going to be really good in about 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is scary to think about, 10 mm. years' time. 10 years' time. Ten They'll years be having time. a 10-year reunion of the first film. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shocking. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I'd probably give it a, uh, around a 7 out of 10 as well. I think. Yeah, I think I'd probably give it a 7 as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I did enjoy the first one a lot more. Yeah. Um, this one just has a lot of questions. Yeah. Un- un- unanswered questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the fact that because we have to wait for the next one. Totally. For the questions to be answered, it's now it's just like in two years of waiting for answers <laughs> and a lot of fan theories will yeah, probably yeah. expand out as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah completely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yep. 
Um, they'll be filming the next one next year. So, you know, maybe there'll be some set photos leaked or Hopefully. stories and interviews mm. and things. And <laughs> who knows what will happen. Um, I should put my name down for production assistant. <laughs> You should move to England first. Move to England. Yay. <laughs> if that's where they film it. I imagine they probably do film it over there. Most of it, yeah. In Europe, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, well, I think that's that. I think that's, that's it. it. That's yeah. it for our, our big epic discussion. Thank you to the wonderful three ladies who responded. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys are amazing. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Um, next month. Um, next month is 2019. Next month is 2019. We are at the end of 2018. I no can't. More. It's finished. This is the last podcast for the year. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> Weird. I don't understand. Time. Yeah, 2018. Don't like Done. it. Done. In the books. Yep. It's in the books now. Um, okay. So first question of 2019. <laughs> We're having some fun. Yeah, we are. We're having a lot of fun. Keep, <laughs> keeping it real light to start off yep. the year. Um, we're asking, of course, though, this is fully serious. The most important question. Very. Who is the best Marvel Chris? Pratt, Hemsworth or Evans? <laughs> Just important questions. Yeah. Only. Yep. At the monthly. Um, yes. Please tell us who who's the best or who's your favorite uh, and the reasons why. Exactly. Um, use hashtag tell Winifred so we can find your answers. This is going to be fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because everyone loves the Chris's. Everyone loves Marvel movies. Well, almost everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 So it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, we'll um, see what. Some of you have to say about these yeah, Chris's. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm setting myself up to be trolled. <laughs> I've just realized. Oh, so... look. No, no. It's not a podcast called Fred. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Wayne is nice to me on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there'll be something in... Uh... But now that we've said it, he'll yeah, probably troll you. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it makes for good content. It's yeah. fine. It's I, entertainment. I can handle it. <laughs> Um, yes, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, what are you up to New Year's? Yeah, well, God, I don't even know. I mean, I'm too focused on work for and Christmas at this point. Like, just got to get that done. At, um, at the point of this recording, it hasn't. it's not Christmas just yet. No, no, we should mention we are... <laughs> this is being released on Boxing Day. We are in the past. <laughs> um, speaking to you from the past. Um, yeah, so I'm about, as we speak, I'm about to do a 10-hour day. At Chris, on Christmas Eve at work, so wish me luck. Um, maybe luck. Che- thank you. <laughs> Check in with me, make sure I'm I survived. Um, because I will by the time you're hearing this, I'll be probably in the middle of or at the end of my Boxing Day madness. Yep. Uh, at work as well. So pray for retail and hospitality workers at this time of year, everyone. Please <laughs> be kind. Please be kind to your fellow human. Yes. Um. Yeah. And then I'm excited to go to Bendigo and spend time with mum and dad and my brother. Nice. For Christmas. They'll get the whole day there. That'll be really lovely. And it's supposed to be very hot too. So It's yeah. going to be, I think, 26 here in Melbourne. Oh, my mum told me today it was going to be something like 37 in Bendigo on oh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. So mm. unless I misread her or unless things change have or have changed since this morning, she told me. I don't know. But I like the hot, so like the like the heat. 
So it's fine. You'll find out when you get there. I will. <laughs> I will. Take all the gear. You don't know what yeah. it's going to be like. <laughs> yes. Who knows? And then New Year's for me, yeah, I... Still I'd, up in the air? Well, I've been trying to plan something with some friends, but I don't know what's happening with that. So okay. I may or may not be doing a thing. I hopefully will be doing a thing because I've got the first two days of the year off. Nice. From work. So... Yeah, so hopefully wanting That'd to take really good. wanting to take advantage of that. What about you? What are you up to? Well, um, from this point of recording, I would have had my Christmas because uh, my family doesn't actually celebrate Christmas. Yes, um, because of our culture, we don't celebrate Christmas. No, and I've but growing up, um, Christmas has always been a part of my life because of primary school. Every year at the end of the year before the schools closed, we'd all gather in the school hall. And we'd sing Christmas carols. Oh wow! As as a school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a very small school. Yeah, okay. Um, so Christmas, even though I've grew up with it here, being born and brought up here in Australia, um, in the family home we don't actually celebrate it. Okay. It's not a real. It's not a thing for us. Sure. Um, but in saying that, my best friend Alex, had for the last few years has been inviting me over to their family Christmas. Oh, nice. So I've been spending Christmas with them for their Christmas lunch. Yeah. Exchanging gifts. Yeah. Listening to Christmas carols. Yes. All the Christmassy things. Oh, good. Um, and just having a good having a good day, pretty awesome. much. Yeah. That's good. Um, now on Friday we are going. Me, uh, Alex, and Marie. Mm-hmm. We're all going cherry picking. Oh. Which is our little annual. Um, get together yes. every year in summer where we go out and pick cherries from the cherry orchards mm-hmm. up in Wandon. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Awesome. It's, a, it's a nice few hours out in the country, going through the orchards, eating as much cherries as we can, <laughs> filling our bellies. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and then, yeah, and just coming home and exchanging presents and having pizza and watching Christmas movies. Nice. That's that's what we do. That's gonna be fun as our little Christmas exchange. Yeah, that's good thing. And then New Year's, I'm at this point still up in the air. Um, not sure what I'm doing for New Year's, so I'll I'll find out later on in the week or maybe next week. Yeah, I'm sure something will happen. <laughs> I'll find out like the last minute. Oh yes, we're gonna be doing something. Oh no, we're not doing anything. And then yeah. Maybe we could do something. <laughs> Maybe we could. Maybe we should. I don't know. Watch movies into the near. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. That'd be awesome. Have like a night of just watching movies. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or like, you know, it would be funny. Because, um, you know, the last year there was all those memes about if you start this movie at this time, then but you get to midnight. They're doing goes, that with Infinity War. Yes, you, they are. They, you, if, if, you started, if you started at a certain point in the night, at, at when, when it hits midnight... Um, it you'll see the you'll, snap. You see the snap from Thanos, yeah. and it's just like, oh, that's just that's amazing. That's, that's great. And you know what's cool about that too is because the snap ha- happens like in the last ten minutes of the film. So like, um, you know, you can still you can watch the movie and then go join in celebrating with people. Exactly, exactly. Like, Once the movie's still, done, you can still watch. You know, catch up on the fireworks and like talk. Cool Have a drinking message. game in Infinity War. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a good every one. time Thanos gets a Infinity Stone. Oh, take a drink. <laughs> no, no, no. Skull the rest. Skull your drink. I think every time he gets a stone, there's only there's only six of them. So I think, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Six so drinks I think I think, I think yeah, skull every time he gets a stone. Mm. Um, and then oh god, what would be another one? 
Another rule. Um, yeah, every time Tony Stark says something sassy. Or Doctor Strange. Either one of them. Or every time Peter Parker makes a pop culture reference. Yes. Um, There's a quite a few in one scene, though, mm-hmm. that someone will be drunk very mm-hmm. quick. <laughs> um, every time Drax says something literal. <laughs> every like, time Groot says, I am Groot. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> or Peter Quill gets jealous of Thor. Yeah. Or Peter Quill just ruins everybody's life. With uh, uh, skull a whole bottle <laughs> of wine. Yes. God damn you, Peter Quill. We love you, but we hate you. We right love now. you, but yeah. Mate, let's let's talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four months time, we'll, we'll we'll know what's happening. Every every time Hawkeye appears. <laughs> Don't drink at all. <laughs> I was gonna say that ain't no drinks. You want to stay no. sober? That's yep. that's a good rule. There you out. go. For the non-drinkers, yeah. it works. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, well, I think that's good. I think that's a good way to end the <laughs> end show the for the year. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, thank you, everyone who's listened this year and stuck with us. Yes, um, and to all our new listeners as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it so much, um, and we will see you in 2019. Have a good Boxing Day. Have a good Christmas <laughs> and a happy holidays. However you celebrate, if you don't or you do, I hope you have a good time and you're yes. safe with your loved ones. And have a Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Be safe and have fun, guys. Yes. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) And that's a a wrap on this monthly. (laughs) I'm so freaked out by the fact it's 2019 in like eight days. We can't even end the podcast. I I don't know how to end the show. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. And that's a wrap on this monthly. Remember to follow us. On Facebook, why was that on for you? <laughs> I can't sync with you today for some reason. <laughs> why? Well, I, I was. I gave you plenty of time to come in. Anyway, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes for Fred the Alien merchandise. Go to our website, FredTheAlienProductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get T-shirts, hoodies, wall art home decor, bags, and stationery. With their own unique Fred the designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, Collectible Chaos, Fred Watch, Beta Test, Amusing Musings, and our live stage, stage shows, such as The Writer, Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning, and now, whatever, whatever happened, happened to, to Jeremy, Jeremy Baxter? Yes, get your tickets now. Yes. Get your tickets now, on sale, on sale. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Christmas presents. Christmas presents. Good presents. New Year's Eve presents. Yes. <laughs> Midsummer gasworks. Yes. Get on it, people. Next uh, month. One next month. month. One month to go. That was a full year. That was a candle. And you've just experienced the, the monthly, monthly with, with your friends. friends. See you in 2019. See you next year, guys.